This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. I'd like to invite you in today for a discussion. As some of you might say, how can I have a discussion with a podcast? Aren't you just going to be talking at me, (laughs) talking to me? That is certainly not my intent. The intent of this episode is to really have a discussion with you. I do this all the time in the books that I read. I'll write in the margins. I'll write questions that I have for the author. Very often I'll underline or highlight something and say, why should I believe that's true? And so I'd like to invite you into that sort of discussion today. It's a different type of discussion. But in your own mind, if you'll enter in with this material today, not just to listen, but to engage critically in your own mind. To take what I'm saying as if I'm sitting right in front of you, and again, I know that you can't respond to me, or rather, you can't speak to me and and have me respond to you, but in your own mind, as questions arise, begin to work through and think through um, what I want to share in this episode. I want to talk today about breaking vows. This was something that was shared with me by a mentor many years ago. And um, it's been just something that has really impacted me. So the idea behind vows is that we often make vows as a result of things that happen in our lives. You may have a bad experience and you say to yourself, some you might even say out loud, But inwardly in your spirit, or at least in your mind, you say, I will never do that again. Because it was too painful. Because it hurt too bad. Because I was too embarrassed. I will never do that again. And when we say things like that, we are creating a vow. We're making a vow, whether we mean to or not. I will never do this. I will never be this. And I want to talk to you today about breaking those vows. And I hope that we can have a discussion, this strange sort of discussion, about breaking vows. And you might be able to find some that have existed in your life for some time. And there may be some vows that you need to break. I'll share an example with you from my own life. Growing up, I had some bad experiences with individuals that led me to make a vow that said, I am not going to be like that. Now, I like to keep my podcast very clean, uh, so I try not to swear, except when I did a review of the book. Um, <laughs> what was it called? It had, it sort of had the F word in, in the title. Oh, it was The Subtle Art of Not Giving a, you know. But I still didn't curse in that episode. I think I bleeped it out. So I like to keep this very family friendly, but I, I want to get the point across as well. I had had some interactions with people who were less than nice. Can you think of a bad word for what we call people who act in that manner? A nice, nicer word would be a jerk. <laughs> but I think you all know what word I'm thinking of. I had these interactions and I made a vow and I didn't realize this, but I made a vow when I was very young that I would not be, I'll just say a jerk, that I would not be a jerk. That's not who I was going to be. 
I made that vow internally and inwardly. I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. And I'm still struggling. I'm 31 years old now. I believe I made that vow probably around the age of 12 or 13. Or that's when it was solidified. And I'm sorry, there's some gaps of silence here because I'm, I'm getting a little bit emotional because this is a... It's a very serious topic for me. This is probably one of the most personal issues that I've ever discussed on the podcast. I made a vow saying, I'm not going to be like that. I'm not going to be a jerk. And I spent the next close to two decades now living a life of avoidance and living a life trying to not be something rather than trying to be something. So much of my life has been dictated by what I don't want to be and by how I don't want other people to perceive me. I don't want to be ignorant. I just talked about this on the podcast. But the truth is I am ignorant. I don't want to be rude or mean. But the truth is, even if I do my very best to not be like that, I'm still human, right? And humans make mistakes. What do we say? To err is human. (laughs) So making errors is a part of being human. Not only am I going to make mistakes, but people are going to misunderstand and misinterpret me and my intentions and my desires. So, by making this vow to not be a jerk, I set myself up in a completely impossible situation. It was something that I could never keep that vow. I could never keep that vow. Because I'm going to make mistakes, and in some of those mistakes, I'm going to come off as a jerk. In some of those mistakes, I'm going to intend to be a jerk. (laughs) I want to say something rude to somebody because they just got under my skin like that. Doesn't make it right, but it makes it reality that I'm human. So I created a vow that was absolutely impossible for me to fulfill. And I wonder if you haven't created some vows in your life as well that are like this. I would like to ask you to think about that now. Have you said, I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do this. I'm going to be like this or I'm not going to be like this. In, an, in a way that is just impossible for you to actually fulfill. I think we do this a lot of times with a pure intention. Some parents will say to their kids, I'm always going to be here for you. Well, that's not true. You're not always going to be there for them. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen in life, right? You could die tomorrow. Or parents who say, I'll always keep you safe. Well, friends, that's an impossible vow. I mean, we cannot control all of the things that are going to interact with our children and and interact in their lives with their lives. And so when we create these vows, I say, I'll never do that again, right? Whatever the case may be, 
It's an impossible vow. And we set ourselves up for failure. We put ourselves in a position to where we are spinning our wheels and we'll never get closer to that goal. We'll never be able to fulfill that goal. Now think about this for a minute. If you set a goal for your life that is absolutely unattainable, aren't you the same as a hamster on one of those wheels? Constantly moving but never getting anywhere. Do you feel like that? I'm telling you, if you feel like this in your life, if you feel like you're paddling, but you're not going anywhere, it is a good indication that you have made some vows in your life that you need to break. The first step to doing this is recognition. And this is the hard work that I can't do for you, that no one can do for you. I had to look back on my life. I had to see what had taken place and I had to go through that process of understanding that I had made a vow inwardly that I was not going to be a jerk. So you have to recognize that I haven't lived your life. I can't tell you if you've made vows or what they are. But if you look back long enough, I believe you'll find them if they're there. It may take days, weeks, months, I don't know. But I believe that you can find them if they're there. And once you identify them, breaking a vow is is actually pretty simple. You find it, you acknowledge it, and then you simply determine that you are no longer going to live that way. You break that vow. Now, again, depending on the uh, spiritual context you're coming from, I know that my mentor had said, you should say a prayer and you should ask God, you should confess to God that you made this vow and that it was a vow that you made in ignorance and you should ask God to release you from that vow. If you feel comfortable doing that, I think you should. I think that's a good thing to do. If on the other hand, you prefer um, something potentially somewhat transcendent, but maybe not quite as divine, you might simply speak out into the universe and let the universe know that you've made this vow and that it was made in ignorance and that you are uh, asking to be released from it. Um, And, and, you know, finally, if, if neither of that, you know, neither one of those options is really for you, I think it's as simple as um, looking in and releasing yourself from that vow. Because you're the one who put that vow in place. You're the one that established it. You're the one that said, I'm not going to live like this. You know, um, I remember years ago, um, some politicians were talking about um, a military intervention that had taken place in a foreign country. And one of the politicians said, well, we can't just leave. And the other politician said, sure we can. We just walked in, we can just walk out. Um, I thought that was profound, at least in sentiment. And I think this is true of those vows. You made that vow, break it. (laughs) Break it. You don't have to live like that anymore. Once you have found it and you acknowledge it and you recognize that it was a vow made in ignorance, you do not have to live under that vow for one more moment.
you can break that vow, I believe. So whether you want to ask God to break that vow and believe that it has been broken, whether you want to speak this out into the universe and believe that the vow is broken, or whether you simply want to acknowledge it and determine that it is broken, I believe that this will be a release for you, a release of incredible energy, because these vows, they hold us back. They hold us back in ways we can't even understand because they're sucking our energy dry. Remember the hamster on the wheel. When you make a vow you cannot fulfill, you are wasting your energy moving toward a goal that will never come closer to you. Or maybe like Tantalus, it is dangling right there in front of you, but you'll never be able to get to it. Okay. So I hope that you've engaged with this material and I hope it stirred you up and I, I, I hope that you are thinking now about maybe some vows that you've made. If you're going, wow, this sounds like me. This sounds like where I'm at. I'm frustrated. I feel like I'm just constantly swimming but going nowhere. If this is you, I believe you have some vows in your life more than likely and um, with some introspection, I believe you can find them and break them. And you'll feel an incredible release of energy when you do this. In fact, I talked some time ago about the energetic shift that I felt in my own life. And I think it's been a long time coming, but I think that it really did start when I began to acknowledge this. When I began to acknowledge that I had made that vow and that it was an ignorant vow, it was an impossible vow, something that I could never actually attain. And when I began the, the difficult work of letting this vow go, um, I really think that's when uh, I started to experience this sort of energetic shift. One final thing that I'll, I'll leave you with. This is not necessarily one and done, okay? This is not necessarily a one-time thing. Each day, you may be tempted to take that vow back up. And some days, on, on some bad days, um, you, you might. You might take that vow back up and you might have to break it again or ask for it to be broken again. That's okay. It's a part of the learning and growing process, right? That's okay and I need you to know that. This is not something that you break the vow and then you move on for most people. For most people, it is an ongoing thing. It's a journey and it's a process. So don't be discouraged if you find yourself trying to come back to some of those impossible vows. But if you find yourself bringing them back into your life, let them go. You pick them back up, you can drop them just as easily. You have that power and that authority, I believe. So as always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success, my friend. I thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope that if you haven't already, you'll subscribe right here to the Dude Fuel podcast. I'm Cody Ray Miller, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening.